Are you a CEO looking for ways to make a bigger impact on what you do? Maybe you feel lonely being there at the top? Or maybe do you want to show your concerns and get fresh new ideas and real breakthroughs from people like you? Well, if that's you, you are in the right place. I'm excited to introduce you the brand new World Class CEO Mastermind. Starting February 2023, the new program has three goals. Multiply exponentially your impact as a leader, help you to think and lead at a whole new level so you can achieve breakthrough performance in your role, and give you access to some of the most brilliant minds who will become your strongest allies. Just to be clear, this is not a training one too many thing. It's not even a group commiseration session. It's not 50, 100 random people in a group together or any form of lecture, workshops or seminar. And finally, it's not a fluffy meeting with no substance. Here how it works. We're gonna collect green minds, coming together and working together, sharing information, lessons and strategies, working on current challenges, setting and achieving goals every time that we meet. And then it's gonna be a long lasting peer advisory group of like-minded CEOs like you. And finally, a well-curated structure facilitated by a professional and experienced coach and facilitator. By the way, that's me. So hey, this is for you. So hurry up as I'll accept only eight people, only eight people. And the membership is by invitation only because I want to make sure that we only have world-class participants in the mastermind. I'll select carefully the composition of the group to make sure that we have a diverse team of leaders with a grown mindset and from non-competing companies. The focus will be given to CEOs who operate in similar industries or similar size. So if this is for you, apply today at andrea at andreapetrone.com or send me a message on LinkedIn where you can find me easily. So are you ready to multiply your impact? Welcome to the World Class Leader Show. This is the one and only podcast for ambitious and high achievers, professionals who want to become world-class leaders. In this podcast, we deconstruct the success of high-performance leaders, share their stories, and teach the most effective strategies to move from average to greatness. This is your host, Andrea Petroni, a high-performance and leadership advisor, executive coach, and keynote speaker with more than 20 years of international and executive corporate experience. Hi everyone, welcome back to a new episode of the World Class Leader Show. And first of all, of course, let me wish you a happy new year. And I really hope that 2023 is going to be a wonderful uh, learning year for all of you. And also you can achieve your success. In order to do that, I think one of the best things that I can offer to you today is maybe sharing some uh, reflection an observation that I, I had in the last couple, you know, two or three weeks during holidays, um, based on all the conversation that actually I had in 2022 with all amazing guests that I invited uh, on the show, um, I found uh, interesting that most of them shared very similar approach to leadership, 
to success, to personal development. So I thought maybe, Andrea, one of the best things that I can do today as a starting, really, of 2023 is share with you these lessons and see whether they resonate with you, but most importantly, whether they might be important or helpful for you right now to unlock your potential and also making sure that you have, you know, some sort of guidelines or principles that you can use for 2023 to achieve the level of success that you certainly have in mind, okay? Um, so I identified essentially five main similar patterns uh, when I interviewed, you know, my guest. And uh, there are many others. There are many other lessons. There are many other approaches that I really love from them. But I guess these five, it's a great collection of uh, things that in my personal opinion and also based on them uh, is really going to make a difference for 2023. Sort, sort of breakthrough, okay? So here's my my lessons. Um, so let's start with number one. Uh, one of the questions I asked to my guest most of the time in the podcast at the end is, is this. What is one thing that maybe you would have done differently in your career? And when I ask this question, guests always find difficult to answer in the first place, but most of them, in a few seconds, they, they come up actually with a similar answer. So great leaders, and that's what they say, don't have really regrets about their past. So they look forward and see their past as a tremendous learning experience. You know, in their words, they couldn't be where they are right now without the mistakes they've made in the past. So I think that is interesting because, you know, we always think about regrets, right? What we could have done differently. What if, you know, we did this, we did that. But the reality is, at the end of the day, that's also my personal experience. Um, the person you are, the identity that you have created, is exactly what it was supposed to be. Regardless, honestly, the mistakes that you made, the choices that you made, because at some point I think everything's going to be balanced. You know, you, you made a mistake maybe, I don't know, two years ago, and then you, you based on that mistake, maybe you have created new opportunity that could have been impossible without making the mistakes. You know what I'm saying, right? So essentially, I think it's it's incredible how lessons that we learn are essentially just, you know, including mistakes, are just one step forward to what, in my opinion, and what in their opinion, we are supposed to be and to become as a person, first of all. So I really agree with that number one principle, you know, don't have regrets, okay? Daniel Pink has written, a, you know, recently a book, a book about regrets. I would honestly say that, yes, we can learn from regrets, but also probably we should even have really regrets. You know, of course, there are some major things that maybe at some point we should have really have done, we should have done, or maybe, you know, we should have taken different decisions. But honestly, you know, we are a result of our choices. And if we know very well where we are going, all our actions are exactly correlated or in line 
with the vision that we have for ourselves, regardless, but you know, if we make some mistakes at some point. All right. So let's go to principle number two. Um, they all have been able to adapt and people many times during their career. That's very personal level, but also for their organization. So they've been able to lead a different uh, future, if you like. I mean, if you remember, you, I'm sure that if you follow the, 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 the podcast, you know very well. You know, I interview primarily CEOs, people that are really leading and driving change in their organization. So in order to adapt, first of all, they need to adapt themselves. They need to be able to change and realize, you know, what are the personal blind spots, opportunities to make a difference by acting and thinking and acting in a different way. But without that, they won't be able anyway to drive change or to pivot the organizations. And most of the leaders I interview are facing right now incredible level of challenges, either due to the market situation, but also because they are facing major changes in their organizations and they need to build an organization and a team flexible and adaptable to drive these changes and execute them. So what they share with me, these leaders, is they're really learning, you know, to fail and doing very fast. I'm not talking about, all, by the way, founders, not just founders, you know, even CEOs, they're learning that, you know, failing is accepted. It's welcomed. So, you know, their performance has been really made of tests and experiments, and they're really okay with that. You know, if we compare to many other leaders that they are much more conservative, they're very protective, they are risk adverse. What happens with them is the fact that they they actually hate experiments. They want to have everything perfect right before taking any action. And sometimes, you know, they lose opportunity just because they're waiting. They're waiting, you know, until they have the perfect information in order to drive forward any any type of initiative. So I would say, you know, the future CEOs, the future leaders uh, in our society will be will be those that will be just fine with uh, ambiguity, with uncertainty, with making decisions without perfect information. They will be fine with uh, taking risk. Will be fine with you know experimentation, testing, failing, accepting failing, and then move forward. Okay, that's the leaders that we, they are going actually to make a difference in the world. So if you're thinking right now how you can drive breakthrough performance 2023, although it's going to be difficult, although it's going to be uncertain, well, that is the approach I want to do I have, okay? And by the way, you don't need to be a CEO to do that. You can do it, uh, you know, at any level in your organization as long as you have the mindset and mentality. Okay, so let's go to to the number three. So, okay, so no matter how confident and good they are, and they all are, by the way, you know, their success has been really much a result of their, in, not of their in individual contribution. Instead of being lonely and, you know, act like heroes or lone rangers, they're learning that success is proportionate to the quality and support received by their team. And again, it sounds quite 
you know, banal, right? It's a no-brainer, right? We, you know, without great teams, you know, leaders, they don't perform. Well, we all know that. But reality, and trust me, because, I mean, I, I've worked with many leaders in organizations, and I can tell you, this idea that team is a performance unit, unit that a team is really what is going to unlock the success of the leaders, is not really so much welcomed. Yeah, many people say, yeah, you know, we have a great teams, but the reality, they see team as a set of values, right? So, you know, when you hear a leader say, yeah, you know, here we, we are a team, right? In reality, when, when they say that, but they don't mean it, essentially, they are in they're saying or they're thinking something like, okay, we share the same values as working together. But when it comes to build a team that's going to really drive incredible performance on organizations, well, this is another story. This requires a completely different approach. So great leaders have this incredible mindset about building teams. They are going to drive incredible performance for the organization and ultimately for them. So great leaders really think truly about building one of the most amazing teams that actually they can really support them to get to the next level. Okay, so let's go to number four. Number four is, that's great. You know, they, <clears throat> they really don't complain about circumstances around them. You know, all this victimism that I see in some organizations, you know, the us against them, the everything here is wrong, nothing works. I mean, it's it's very descriptive. It's based on judgment, criticism. It's also based on beliefs. Most of the time, they're limiting beliefs. So great leaders actually are the ones who need to make they understand they need to make out the best out of the situation. They accept it, they embrace it, they change it, you know. And again, they never act as victims. They don't actually allow people in the organizations to talk as victims. So when they see a new challenge, they get excited, not bogged down. It's funny because I have an experience with with a client of mine that were CEOs always in front of the team used to say, you know, yeah, it's a difficult time, but that's an incredible opportunity for us. And when then I started talking to the executive team, you know, they they heard. They heard the CEO say, you know, that's an incredible opportunity. But they, you know, they're still very much into this incredible challenge for us. It's going to be difficult. So, I mean, of course, there is an element of being positive, be optimistic, and... But that's not the problem. The problem here is if you allow complaints, right, in your organization and people feel like everything is wrong, nothing's going to work, you guess what? Nothing's going to work. Because, <laughs> you know, the way how we see the world affects the action that we take. So if you want a, an, a suggestion, I would say start from talking, start from the language. Just notice what language, you know, it, you know, prevails in the organization. And that is a great indication how people see the world and how people are going to react. So that is important. That's important that we don't create a climate, an environment where people keep complaining and criticizing 
in making judgments, but they leave you know either the past to the side, they get completion with that, and they move forward. All right, so number five. So many leaders, actually, they have spent a lot of time understanding themselves. Let's call it self-awareness, call it in a different way, but really they spend time in, in this. So they know very well what they're good at and what they're passionate about and what are also the potential blind spots. So honestly, their life, and by the way, it's not just them. We should actually have the same approach, right? So their life has been really a journey of discoveries, reflections, and you know, and, and moments where they spent moments spent actually in really asking questions like where I'm heading, right? Uh, who am I? Who I want to become in the future? Who I need to be for my team? What I'm not good at that I should delegate more, right? What people expect him from me? How can I appear or show up with people differently so people get more exciting, right? So, <clears throat> honestly, that, that has been important. That is so important. And, uh, you know, if I take this for myself, I'm proud probably that I'm, I really share the same, the same attribute so even myself i spend so much time in self-reflection i used to spend you know a couple of weeks and the end of every year to reflect really about about me in connection in service of what's going to be the future am i acting consistently with the future i'm building for myself and that's probably one of the most important questions to myself is that really <clears throat> am i acting thinking and acting in the service of who I want to become in the future? Because if the answer is no, something is not working, either my actions, either my thinking, because it's not service in the future. It might be service of something else, of the, of the present, of the circumstances. So I think that is a great approach. So honestly, you know, these five lessons to me, I mean, maybe right now you might think, yeah, there's nothing new here. Well, I probably would challenge that thinking because, you know, we're not look looking for something new. Nothing is really new here. But what is really is important to you? What really matters? And to me, these five points really matters. They really can make a shift. They can make a change in our life, in our career, in our ability to achieve success. So, yeah, let, let's reflect a bit more about these five points. And by the way... <coughs> A side observation on this. Many people think, well, running a podcast is hard work. It's crazy. You know, people ask me this question all the time. You know, you're busy. You know, how can you find the time to do that? Well, you find the time, as always, as for everything. You find the time when you get this value of insights. <clears throat> and, it, you know, honestly, to me, this five among many other insights, learnings from other people, it's why I do what I do. It's the reason for me. So I'm honored, I'm flattered actually of having a podcast or having interviewed so many great leaders. And this, you know, we are just really scratching the surface here. We're just at the beginning of this experience. 
this postcard has been live now for 15 months and I invest a lot of time. It's true, you know, one episode every week, I can tell you, it's a lot of time. <laughs> but, you know, when you're getting credible and positive feedback as I get every week, um, when I get this level of insights of, of conversations with leaders, international leaders, yeah, that's really what <clears throat> fulfilled me. So anyway, I think it's incredible opportunity to explore other people's words. So it's fulfilling, it's enriching. And but anyway, that's my word. And I hope, you know, by sharing these lessons, you know, you'll get the same level of excitement and motivation to honestly to achieve what is in your plan for 2023. I'm here, of course. I'm here to support you. I'm here to offer you my help and bounce up ideas if you need to. For the time being, I would say give it a go. Take this principle into life and making sure that you are acting consistently and ethically because that's what the leaders do. I really would like to hear from you and understanding what you think about this. So please send me any comments either uh, on LinkedIn or you can send me via email at andrea at andreapetroni.com. You can find anyway these links on the show notes. And, um, and by the way, if you like what we shared, I strongly recommend actually to leave a review because, you know, as a podcaster, we live with reviews. So the only way for our episode and our podcast to grow is by adding positive reviews. So I appreciate that. And also sharing with your friends and colleagues if you think they might be interested. And final note, I normally um, summarize the findings of each episode, even the ones with the guests, uh, on my website. And I write every Thursday a very interesting a uh, short summary about what we shared. So if you don't want to miss that and you prefer uh, reading, I strongly recommend going to my website, www.andreapetrone.com slash blog. You can subscribe there. I'm not sending any sales thing. It's just big, good insights of my experience with the podcast and my work with clients. So thank you so much for listening to this episode and I look forward to seeing you next time.